It's interesting because I don't really know how to start things up on this. <laughs> right? I mean, we've been so we've been out of this now. I mean, I know it's been a week, of course, or two weeks now is really what it's been. And and here we are. So, hey, guess what? You know what? We're going to count that as the intros for this. So, hey, everybody, it's Kyle and Travis. We're the NPCs. And of course, this is our first podcast now where it is just Kyle and I. Um, Hey, Kyle. (laughs) What's up? <laughs> it's like how do we how do we uh how do we really kick things off here because of course we're changing some stuff up we're making some modifications to how stuff goes on in what we're doing and of course here we are back to I guess what what we were really talking about was really looking at our roots on things and kind of just going back to uh the chaos of of what it used to be except of course we're not all in the same room and you know Kyle's mic at least we know for right now is actually turned on and working so good for you on that one this time around right <laughs> <laughs> oh man um oh so i wanted to tell you is that the reason why i was late coming into the podcast of course for us to start recording tonight like i messaged you of course i'm having computer problems and i think i can actually blame ea for this one oh um, yeah yeah so what happened is i was um i was showing my kid titanfall 2 because he's so like big into apex legends and uh, he's wanted to play Titanfall 2 for so long, so it's like, okay, I've got Titanfall 2 on the Series X. Let's get his Xbox account migrated over. Let's get him set up and playing there. And after I get him set up, I'm like, hey, I'm going to go install Titanfall 2 from Game Pass onto my PC and play some PC here, you know, maybe later tonight or sometime this next week. Right. And it requires you to install a, like, a, a connection to EA's one of EA's um, game launchers. It doesn't look like it's origin. It looked like it was something else. Maybe origin has evolved enough that it's not the same thing. But anyway, so I go to do that. I go to tell Titanfall two to download and it's like, something's wrong. We can't download right now. And I'm like, well, I've got enough drive space. I've got the resources to do it. I'm not doing anything else. So I'm like, okay, let me restart my computer and see what happens. I can't get my computer to boot anymore. Oh, lovely. I could not get my computer to boot at all. This thing got stuck on the the Windows logo with the spinning disk and just could not do anything. And so trying to do startup repair, just it was a bitch to get into that because they've changed everything with Windows 10. So finally, I was able to get through it somehow. It looks like it uh, loaded up an old system restore from something. So I don't know if I've lost anything. Um, So, yeah. Here we are now, of course, Titanfall 2 and EA broke my computer. So thanks, EA. You, uh, you'll you get a bill from me here in the very near future. But, <laughs> I'm yeah. sure they won't be hurt by anything. Oh, probably not. No, they're probably making some yeah. really good money right now. But yeah, so even though Titanfall screwed me over, what have you been playing, though, Kyle? I mean, we haven't talked about it really for a few weeks. I know. Um, actually, I don't know what you've been doing. So what have you been playing, though? Oh man, uh did last time we spoke had I talked about Loop Hero? 
the, I think so. The last time we talked was like the actual last time we did a what are you playing was over two weeks ago now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I don't know. Uh, played some more loop hero, but I, I, I've kind of been going back. Uh, I, I've been playing some control. Mm -hmm. Uh, I finally have gotten way further than I've ever been in the game, which is super cool. Um, Actually, I'm right at the final battle for the main campaign, so I've decided to go back and complete the the last like one or two side quests that that I have left. Mm-hmm. Um, and I already have the uh, Alan Wake DLC available to me. Um, it, it I found the uh, some object that allowed me to start the DLC, and when I approach the elevator, it plays this really cool video. It's it's just Alan Wake all at this typewriter, and he's, like, typing like mad, and he's, like, narrating <laughs> the, the whole thing about Jesse, and I'm like, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> but, uh... So does it... Does, no. Because you've already played through Control once, right? No, um, I got stuck on the uh, Xbox right. version um, during the Anchor fight, and I, w- I was gonna keep going and progressing with the storyline and you know what i i got to this point i was like i i want to say it was right when you get to the turnstile for this train and i was like man this room's pretty big and i'm just done with big (laughs) rooms and i'm I'm done with it for now and i i just backed away from it and i hadn't played it hadn't played it and picked it picked up the ultimate edition when it was on sale uh Back right before I built my PC, I want to say it was in November. Uh, so it was start of the winter sale or some some crap like that. So may it, it might have been beginning of December, but uh, okay. got it for like thirty bucks and started playing it on the laptop. It works pretty good. It actually works maybe a little bit better than the Xbox. Um, but the reason I got it was for the. Uh, the ray tracing, to be honest, I, I really wanted to see the ray tracing on it for myself on my own piece of hardware. Attaboy, and, that's it. Yeah, you go top of the top yeah, there to make sure you enjoy all that, that ooey gooey ray tracing goodness. You know, for all the hype, sometimes it's it's really not all that much no- noticeable. Uh, you're, oh, you're really? So into the game, you're so into the game that it doesn't make a difference. Because if you're really, hmm. really in the game, like the graphics, yeah, they're phenomenal. But there are times that other times that uh, like it's really cool. But other times that the ray tracing, it can be so much on your eyes. It's confusing because you're seeing reflections and you're seeing through the object and the reflections on the object. And you're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> well, it's like the but... same problem that they had with uh, ray tracing in Spider-Man Miles Morales. It's like, it's there. It's great. But you're moving so fast through that game. Can you really even enjoy it in the first place? I mean, you have to slow down right. and do the, you know, do the wall crawling up against skyscrapers to look at the reflections and, and all right. of the ray tracing goodness working there. But your job is to move like really quick through that game anyway, and only taking the sights as you're swinging through. So I would imagine, you know, for the ex- or for ray tracing in there being, you know, almost kind of like a side thing because you really have to stop and smell the roses with that one. For control, it seems like it'd be just real, 
like crazy sensory overload with the way the lighting has changed at least since the original oh. release oh yeah oh yeah um especially going through some of those hallways the uh the the dark and the light and the way the uh just the way the lighting is in the hallways and shining through the windows of the offices coming through these real narrow hallways opening into big atriums and you know you see the way the light refracts off of you know really polished marble and it doesn't off of like chunks of marble that you just yanked off the wall and it, it it's really cool at times i will say um but i i don't know when i say i've been getting back to the roots i've been really getting back to the roots i started playing shadow warrior remastered i wanted to play some just good old school first person shooter what, like yeah what is this one this is not like you've got to excuse my ignorance on games it's just i I'll blame it on head injuries or or maybe being a dad now and my brain all scrambled. But which one was Shadow Warrior? Shadow Warrior, you play a guy, an Asian guy named Wang. It is like the most politically incorrect, like kind of racist, but at the same time, it I don't know. It's like it's like it plays into it too. It, it's really just humorous, and I. I think the uh, the guy that 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 actually voices Wang might be of Eastern descent. I'm, I'm fairly certain of it, but it, it it's a classic first person shooter. It was like an old, I want to say, uh, either uh, XP. No, it was pre XP. It might have been like uh, Windows 2000 first person shooter. Yeah, because this says uh, it looks like maybe Windows ninety eight. Because well, it says platform yeah. was MS DOS and it was released the first one back in oh. ninety seven. So even though it was DOS related, you're thinking at least maybe Windows ninety eight. But you still had to use like a DOS prompt or some shit to yeah, actually boot it. Yeah, it was probably it Windows ninety five then. Actually, ooh, very possible too. Yeah, but but yeah, it, they it, remastered it, and that that's what I had been playing, and mm-hmm. I I don't know I started a original unreal again just to fiddle around with it because i i had picked that up on a uh sale on good old games they had it for like a <laughs> buck 25 for a buck 50 and i was like well unreal are you kidding me unreal gold choice. yeah i can spend a buck on unreal <laughs> good choice there but i don't worry i've been there with you on the throwback stuff too my daughter is starting to really want to play video games now and one of the problems i have is just trying to instill that level of patience and understanding like hey you know you see daddy playing these games you see your brothers playing these games you're not going to be as quick as we are yet you you're Mm -hmm. definitely only you know you're only three you're only gonna be four here soon but you got to take a little bit of time there to actually just start getting used to these things and of course you know it right overhead i'm not winning i'm not doing well let me you know let me win it's like i can't do anything for you we suffered the same way when we were little too but um i started originally on super mario world because of course that's the game i might one of my very first games i remember owning ever Mm -hmm. uh but we transitioned up a little more ahead and i've got her playing banjo kazooie now 
and I, at least I'm trying to get her used to the controls and figuring things out slowly. So I'll tell you, we spent a lot of time in uh, the starting area where all the vegetables are flying around so she can start determining, you know, like, okay, what's the best way to attack? You know, is it just hitting X to do the swipes? Is it moving and hitting X to do the roll? So right. I've been there with her. And of course, when she gets stuck on something, it's like, here, dad, here's the controller. And of course, then I forget that I need to give it back to her. And um, what was it? We got to, uh, um, uh, what's the, what is it? Treasure Trove Cove, the first or the second level. And mm -hmm. I ended up, you know, forgetting to give the controller back to her. And I had six jiggies already picked up and completed in there because I, you know, playing that game as many times as I have. So I'm right there with you on the throwback. And unfortunately, that made me a bad dad for forgetting to give the, to forgetting to give her the <laughs> controller back. It's like, oops, my bad. I can't really like take you back here, but maybe you won't remember if we just reload the level and you think everything's okay. So I exited out of the level just using the little, you know, level enter exit pad and then went back in and she thought everything was fine. Right. So we're good there. We're fine. We're okay. <laughs> so I had my own throwback with you, but again, I, yeah, not a bad dad here for sure to forget to pass the controller back. So, but that shadow warrior though, I don't, I honestly don't remember this, but of course this is in the midst of, you know, your, it looks like it was an old doom game. It looks like maybe based off of the stuff oh, for yeah. Duke Nukem. Like so Duke Nukem very much. So, uh, just the, the, the way he talks, you know, his little quips and stuff, they're very Duke Nukem esque. Hmm. Um, it comes right around that same era, but they, they've got a third one coming out eventually. Um, and of course, it it's produced by Devolver. Go figure. Shocker. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. I I just wanted to go back and play something just simple. I'm I miss some simple games. I I'm I'm probably gonna go back and play some more uh, classic Unreal Tournament here in the next week. But I really really want to play that Overwatch event. The the archive I uh archives event oh yeah uh, we got, got that coming on up. yeah what what's changed in archives this time though i mean i know they're going to go through the other um, events but what have they added or at least play into add besides skins i don't well yeah of course they've got the skins i guess the events are fairly stale um but i i think there was this one and i don't know if it was just for april fool's day or if if they're continuing it on for the uh the event but there was supposed to be some sort of like prototype mode or I, I don't know, but May was supposed to be like a tank and Zenyatta didn't hover all the time. Like he actually had higher movement speed, but you know, <laughs> he was actually having to walk. Um, and uh, there, there were all sorts of weird things like Junkrat could set three traps yeah, and then I remember there was the so. April Fool, or what was it? Someone had asked, like, why doesn't Zenyatta walk? And they, uh, someone from the Overwatch team actually made it. So Zenyatta was, like, looking around to see if anybody was watching him and then, like, stood up and just, like, stretched out and then walked away. Yeah. <laughs> see, that's what they need to incorporate is, yeah, just mess with everything here. So that's what I'm looking at. Um, so I, I don't know if that was part of the archives, but um, I don't know. I still – it's been – probably two years since i've played uh archives event so i i don't know i need to get back into it especially since i bought it for pc and i've i've played it a little bit but i don't know <laughs> i hear you it's the same way with me and overwatch too it's it's, it's just it's one of those right things staring it's at time. me 
Yeah, and it looks like it's already going on anyway because it started. It says here on uh, PlayOverwatch.com, it started on the sixth, and their yeah. first weekend's on the thirteenth. So if you want to end yourself a a sweet, what is that? Uh, Corridor Lucio epic skin, which looks like some sort of. Uh, it looks like maybe he became friends with Junkrat and Roadhog or something. You know, there's that. Huh. Next week is Zenyatta's subaquatic skin that makes him look like one of those old bell divers for the U.S. Navy. And then, oh, I'd be oh, about that. Yeah, and then, of course, now you've got Mercy here for the last one where she's in a camouflage skin and has black hair. And uh, she looks like one of those military wives that you really don't want to uh, run into while her <laughs> husband's deployed. She really looks That's like she's funny. Yeah, oh, Go look at her. You think I'm wrong, but go look I, at I her. I think I've seen it. Um I mean, it looks cool. Don't get me wrong, but it really does look like, yeah, it looks like she's. Oh one of those. yeah, yeah. It just on the she look, got all it looks black like she's, hair and stuff. Yeah, she looks like the one who'd be the military wife while the husband's deployed. That wears the camouflage shirt that says like "proud wife of an army," whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's how she looks at that. And it's just, it's funny. I'm not trying to to degrade anybody there, but that's just the image that comes to mind is that cookie cutter appearance that these uh, the the army and military wives have. But I whatever. Whatever on that one. Um, So an interesting thing um, happened with me in games here lately is, uh, surprisingly, I've actually re-entered the world of CSGO. Yeah, I saw you playing some competitive the other night. Uh, Yes. So I've got a friend in another Discord group that... um, uh, that you know, has been asking to play CSGO for a while. We we played Valheim together. We played, um, we've done Warzone together, of course. Um, I don't know if I told you about this guy or not, but we when I was originally playing Warzone with him, his graphics card died, so he was playing with a GTX 970 trying to play, and then he had upgraded his graphics card to, like, I think a 3070, an RTX 3070, and went from running at 720p and, like, 50, 30 to 50 frames per second at most to running at um, well over 120 frames per second at 1440p with uh, his um, his field of view. Not field of view. Um, maybe field of It was, like, I think depth or something, like the actual amount of distance that stuff renders. Mm-hmm. Um he had that turned all the way up with no issues whatsoever. And then of course decided to troll me uh, with the ray depth tracing of field depth of field. Thank you. That's it. Yeah. So anyway, um, so yeah, he, he's talking to me. He's like, right, we should play some CSGO. You know, we should do that. And he's been off and on it like, like crazy the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. So I was like, we should play, we should play. So I hop in, I do a couple of, of your casual games of just some bomb, uh, your bomb defusal, some of the hostage stuff, nothing deathmatch wise or anything. And then he's like, let's try some competitive, um yeah so i'm back in it and i'm terrible i am i am 100 percent grade a terrible at competitive and uh i definitely have earned that silver one rank that i have now so yay for being the lowest of the low right now yeah you gotta start somewhere though well i originally ended what was it when i was originally playing competitive way back i'm talking like 2013 maybe I was, mm-hmm. what, I think Nova 3 or something. I can't remember the actual ranks, but yeah. Silver 1 being the lowest there, it's like, I can really see myself being a terrible CSGO player. But yeah, I, I dove back into it, and I'm kind of regretting some of it. But I know that it's going to be my main thing that I'm going to be playing probably for a while, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. Eh. Once you get back into it, it, it'll all come back. It's all muscle memory. 
Uh, yeah, and I have no like muscle. Memory. I was so stiff playing last night. Like I, it felt like the the mouse was glued to my mouse pad when I was trying to move. I even pulled a weight out of the bottom of my mouse to try to help with that, and it didn't help oh, at all. Yeah, I, I was stuck in such a bad spot. I was like, well, shit. Okay, then I guess I will. Uh, I, I guess I will be terrible at this then. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I I got back into the world there of uh, Counter-Strike, and I don't know, I mean, maybe I'm regretting it, maybe it is just more time and patience, and I'm just, I don't know, I I don't know anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't. Um, Yeah, so Counter-Strike is a big one, and then um, a couple weeks ago, I did break out the Flight Sim hardware and played some Flight Sim uh, 2020. Nice. Yeah, I just, I really want them to... Maybe it's there and I have to pay for it because, of course, I got it through Game Pass for PC. Mm-hmm. But I need a fighter jet because flying in what I have been like with um, Lear or not Lear jets, but the the Cessna like um, business corporate jet. Um, it's mm-hmm. just it's it wasn't fast enough for me. It took me it was it said it was supposed to be an hour flight. So maybe I just fly like an asshole. Um, I was trying to fly from LAX to San to what was it to San Francisco International, and some for some strange reason the hour flight took me almost two hours. And whoa, yeah, I don't know. I I think it was my, I think it's my flight yoke is the problem because every time I boot up the game with my flight yoke plugged in, I go look, and for some reason the sensitivity is off and has me pulling to the right not necessarily hard hmm. but just enough that you can actually see it in windows uh joystick visual whatever thing they actually have some sort of um application built in to look at joystick stuff but you can actually see it on the x axis pulling over to the right and just like shaking like literally shaking as it's sitting there just off to the right and it's not all the way far off so it's not like it's a sharp turn but it's enough that it actually pulls and so you have to go through and delete shit out of the registry to fix it. It's what I've at least Whoa. seen on the forms. Yeah, like you actually have to delete stuff so that way the the computer can like it, it's just like a, as soon as you plug it in after you delete the stuff in the registry, it's like it relearns and then recenters itself. But then you still run into huh. that sometimes. I don't know. Uh, they say it's something with the actual manufacturer of the flight stick, which was um, originally Satec. And then, of course, it's now Satech and Logitech, I think, are the same company. So it's a Logitech flight yoke. Oh. Yeah. But no, I was doing some flying in there, and I'm bummed because I didn't think about loading up and trying to go check out the um, – or download the mod to go actually look at the boat stuck in the Suez Canal. <laughs> I did – I was like – I know we talked about it in the news, and I was like, shit, why did I not take this opportunity to go and at least enjoy this myself, though, too? But – because it's a mod, it's one of those things I just didn't want to screw my computer over, but, you know, decided mm-hmm. to crap on itself tonight. Thanks, EA. So, yeah. But, man. What else have you been doing, though, game-wise? Uh, game-wise, not a whole lot else, honestly. Uh, I want to say I did pick up one that was kind of interesting. It's, like, early... I want. I want to say it's. Uh, oh, not beta, but uh, I. I actually purchased it. It was like seventeen dollars. I'm trying to find it um, on my other laptop right now. Uh, it, oh, Hellish Court. 
It's super weird. Have you ever heard of Bushido Blade? That does sound familiar, but I uh, it, it's a game I've never played. Okay, it's like an old it, it well Bushido Blade was a uh, old PlayStation 1 fighting game and the whole premise was there were no life bars or anything, but it was sword fighting. If you got tagged on the leg, you went down and you had to like crawl around on the ground. Similar to that, but this one's all physics based. Um it it's just super weird. They there's only like six characters released for it. You can't even play the story yet. So um it's like early, early access right now, but I don't know. I I saw it I, I wanna say on a on a couple videos that popped up on, on my feed and I I just was like that looks super interesting just because it, it reminded me of Bushido Blade. Very cool. But hmm. I don't know. It's supposed to have more characters coming out. Like I said, right now they've got like five or six, and they've got one that you can see his character model, but mm-hmm. you you can't actually select him. Um, I I want to say he's supposed to get patched in at the end of the month, but um, aside from that, there's character banners on both sides of the the grouping of characters to select, and you can do AI versus um, a survival mode that. It's literally it just cycles through the AI characters, and it it's till you die basically. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can do an online death match. Um, but I don't know. I'm kind of excited about that one. It's supposed to hopefully see a full release this year. I think. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But yeah, that that's totally it for me. Um, yeah, I, I hear you there. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, over the last couple of weeks, you know, with everything that's changed here in our, it, it, quite honestly, in our world for what the NPCs has been, it's just, you know, it, it's kind of piecing some things together. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you've got the outside stuff to also work on, too. So, like, get this. This is like I'm throwing I'm going to throw some outside world stuff here at you on this one. So I um, uh, I had recently had work done on my Chevy Volt. Okay, 2016 mm-hmm. Chevy Volt, by far my most favorite car I've ever owned in my entire history of owning vehicles. By far my mm-hmm. favorite, except, you know, it needs a little bit more space, but I digress. So I go and have it worked on at the beginning of last week and not doing anything with it other than, you know, it had an O2 sensor check engine light on. So they replaced that. I had oil change, tire rotation, whatever, because my wife needed to go use it to take my kid down to a doctor's appointment in Denver. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it comes to that day where she needs to go ahead and take it. So I took the day off from work. I'm home uh, with uh, with the youngest one. And so she goes to go and I get a call from her frantically freaking the hell out. You know, she's like, she's like, I need to come home. And I'm like, why? It's like the car is shaking violently as I'm holding on to the steer, you know, and she's she's talking about you can actually oh hear God. her voice shaking. I'm like, what the hell is happening? So she's able to get it back home because she's not far away. Uh, fortunately, you know, she's uh-huh. near like port of entry. So she has a place to at least flip around and get back. So she finally gets it back here. She hops into our other vehicle, which, you know, we really were hoping not to use, but whatever. She uses that to get down to Denver. No problem. So I go and take the vehicle for a test drive with my daughter in it. And sure enough, I'm feeling the same shaking. The two big problems I have right now is that one, it took the dealership two days to take my car back. So that way they could actually go and look at it. You know, it's like, oh, the soonest we can get you in is like Thursday morning. It's like, what does that mean for me? Should I not drive my car? It's like I can run it on the electric side and actually be fine. But it's like, what happens if it gets right. cold enough and the engine kicks on? So I 
Um, I'm waiting until then. You know, I drove it the next day to work. No problems. Everything's run, run, fine running on electric. And then um, uh, even with confirming what had happened. Uh, and then finally, I get it over there. And then Thursday, I go to pick it up. And they're like, we couldn't replicate the problem. We couldn't find the issue whatsoever. You know, it's like we we see it in the history, the log history, that you had like over 2,000 misfires. And that's what caused it. But yeah, no shit. I know. Holy right? crap. Yeah, like I've got it in the thing. Like it said like 23 – I don't even – I don't think it was an engine code or anything, but it was like 2301 because it shook so violently. It was just misfiring that quick. But you think how fast an engine turns anyway. So they could yeah. re- reproduce it. It was a $140 charge just to have them tell me that they couldn't do anything about it. And I – I have been re- able to successfully reproduce it, not necessarily to the fullest extent that it's been like shaking violently, but on mm-hmm. my way to work, I'll hit a 55 mile an hour road and that sucker will start to hesitate as I start to get up there to those higher, uh, uh, higher, uh, RPMs. So huh. it's man, that's why it's like, you know, it's like, you want to play some video games here for a bit? No, my car's about to blow up on me and I think I need to get this shit taken care of here pretty fucking yeah. quick. Yeah. So yeah, that took away from a lot of my time trying to do stuff as I'm sitting there looking at stuff on how to diagnose it. But Jesus Christ, dude, I swear, like in the real world, like you just wish you had that GTA button that where you could just insane. take it and just spawn up a new car whenever you wanted to. Or in the world of cyberpunk, you know, you spawn up a car that drops on top of uh, another person's car and it all glitches together and then the game blows up. Oh, no, I don't want no, I really don't want that one. I don't want no, that one. Never Because then you fall through the mesh, and then it turns into a nightmare of where you're watching everything fall away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like it's like that's what took up my time this week to be able to even play some things too. And then it's like you play CS:GO, and you just get more frustrated with your shit. But man, see, that was one of those things that just kicked my ass this week. Um, trying to even do anything was just trying to make sure that I actually had another vehicle to work. Um, but, ah, geez, I, I, I'm curious though with you, Kyle, I know Mm -hmm. you're, you're a collector in, in some ways. I don't know exactly how much you really have upped your collecting in the years. You know, I know you've got some pop vinyl stuff. I know you got some old collector's edition figures and that from other games that I don't know how much you collect though, but do you go and actually like go to like Walmart or Target or wherever and actually buy toys and pick them up for display purposes? Oh, very much so. Okay, and I wasn't actually, sure how much you did. I, I, I know uh, we don't have the video up for the audience right now, but uh, in the background, I've actually got my uh, gravity gun and a uh, oh. head crab. When did yeah, you get and the gravity? That's gra- one of the uh, original head crabs. You can no longer get those. Yeah, I can so. see by that dark brown for sure because they're not that same color in the game. They're definitely a, no. a lighter tone. But that's but yeah, it- no, the new ones are. Uh, they're like a weird screened material, so they they're supposed to look like they're they're literally the the mesh or the uh, the art that they've used from the game mm-hmm. put on cloth. Whereas this is an actual felted from uh, Valve uh, head crab that that's like first edition type thing. I gotcha. Yeah, and I know. But that... my my gravity gun. I want to say I got that was about nine or ten years ago okay yeah okay but anything crazy recent though 
I mean, I know collector's editions Ooh. are kind of a pain in the ass, you know, especially getting your hands on yeah. nowadays, but I wasn't sure if you've been, I don't know, like you, you already know for a fact, like without you've been over here, the, the Power Rangers and Transformers collection that I have, I mean, as obscene as it is, and, you know, probably will end up being my either escape if I need to pay off something big or my, maybe my retirement. I don't know yet, but that's why I was curious. Yeah. No, nothing like that for me. I think the uh, next investment I want to make is um, some cells of like game art. Um, I think yeah. that'd be really cool. Yeah, because there's um, this. I've been getting ads for this this company that's been auctioning off cells of old animations, and one of them was Sonic the Hedgehog, like the original Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog cartoon from when we were kids. Well, and I, I've seen some really cool ones. Uh, on on the uh, Devolver store, they've got one for, oh, was it? I want to say it was uh, the Messenger, um, and it, it it's just kind of a cool artwork that they've done, but it, it's formatted kind of like a cell, mm-hmm. and I I was like, that is really neat, and that does sound. I cool. don't know. I've looked into some animation cells before, but. I, I think that that that's kind of where my next conquest lies for collectors. But yeah, I think the last pop vinyl I bought was actually my uh, Gambit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm asking because of this, and 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 uh, being as geeky as I can be here on this one. Did you see the seven hundred dollar self transforming Optimus Prime? what so this now so i've seen it was i've seen a transforming car that transforms into a robot and back into a car and can drive away all but right no i've not seen this all right hang on i'm dropping you the link to it now hold on i gotta find john here uh yeah here you go all right i'll drop it in the nbz's chat here so there you go um no so hasbro had their their fan event their hasbro pulse event for like one of the three that they'll do in a year and they mm-hmm. they showed off all the different property things there so they showed off power rangers because that's now owned by hasbro but they show off transformers too in the transformers one they announced a 700 dollars optimus prime that actually transforms and is full-on automated itself it has an app so you can actually initiate your own series of like movements and such, but it is also pre-programmed based on your voice. So you can actually say different things to Optimus Prime, and not only will he transform uh, from robot to truck and actually start driving away on his own, and then of course you know he could transform back and whatever. But he's got um, walking motions built in there, so he'll actually like just walk around. Um, he has uh, fighting and cool. combat animations built in, so you'll actually see him like doing punches and and such. Of course, if you equip him with his uh, Energon axe and his gun, he will you know pretend you know he'll be like looking like he's shooting and swiping with the axe. And um, the cool part though is that they actually got Peter Cullen to come in and record voice lines for this Optimus Prime toy. Oh, so it, it's man. it's hardcore Optimus Prime in this one, but. The biggest issue, though, is that yeah, $700. Uh, could you imagine being seven years old and being just like, Autobots, roll out, and then Optimus oh, transforms no, and that's just exactly rolls it. up beside you? I think that's that actually what you say. so cool. I think that's actually what you say to get him to convert into his uh, from robot to truck. And yeah, he'll just start going off and doing his thing. But he actually, like, I, I don't know what the command was. What was it? I was um, watching a TikTok of... Um, 
of uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Muse looking at this because Hasbro sent them one of these to look at. Um, you know, they were getting reactions from the the celebs in the geek community. And mm-hmm. um, I don't remember exactly what voice line it was that they did, but Optimus Prime, after he was transformed into his robot mode, actually did like the superhero, um, the superhero drop where he actually put his fist into his into the ground, you know, was bent over with that. And then the other arm up. Oh, oh I was like, I was like, this is fucking sick. It's like seven hundred dollars to do this because it's like that would just be such an amazing investment. And then if I could ever figure out the programming to it, supposedly they're going to have an API, so you can actually set up your own custom uh, programming for what it needs to do. I don't know necessarily about like articulation things and such, but I bet you you could probably put this Optimus Prime into a Sentry mode. And if you can find the right spot to slap like a GoPro uh, Hero session onto the thing. Imagine having yourself an autonomous Optimus Prime just walking around securing your That would house. be so cool. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what. Uh, those would be some spoiled kids to get that one. Oh man! For seven hundred dollars, absolutely, man. I wouldn't buy this for yeah. my kids. No, this is this is stupid adult money that you spend here. Yeah, definitely. But on top of this, though, when when you were growing up, were you a Beast Wars kid? I I did like Beast Wars. Yeah. Okay. So over the last uh, couple months or so, Hasbro has released Beast Wars figures, and they released a Megatron, an Optimus Prime, or Optimus Primal, excuse me, a Cheetor, a Rat Trap, and a Black Arachnia. Uh, like, and they look they don't look exactly like they did. They're definitely more accurate to like mm-hmm. what the show was. Um, but they've released those, and I've been tempted to actually pick them up. However, and if you want to really go and spend some money on collecting some toys, because I'm going to be doing this shit too, I'll probably buy two of each, one for package and one to actually take out and play with. They are mm-hmm. going to be releasing Megatron, at least as far as I've seen, Megatron and Optimus Primal um, in their original models from their original run as Transformers toys in near original looking packaging. Yeah, that's like they've actually said that they were going to be doing that. Um, that's super tempting. Yeah, it's like, uh, like, yeah, it's it looks pretty sick. Uh, let's see, Hasbro. I'm on. They're trying to go there. Let's see, Hasbro Pulse, Beast Wars. Yeah, they actually showed off some stuff there that they were actually going to be doing stuff in the original. Oh my god, it's actually. <gasps> oh no, I shouldn't have looked. Oh no. Uh oh. Oh, never mind. Okay. <sighs> Okay, I I was I I googled it I googled it and it said Hasbro Pulse in stock, and uh, I about just crapped my pants there for a second because I was like I'm missing this now I'm gonna miss out on this. No, they've actually got um, the Megatron up here, so it's gonna be fifty bucks for the original Megatron, and it looks like he's got um, it looks like he might still have the water cannon in his mouth too. So you can actually fill up with and put water in there. If you're the person to actually do that. Um, but yeah, I just, I, God, that almost scared the shit. So out he of transforms into a gun. No, no, no. So, so when I'm saying, so Megatron from beast wars where he was actually the dinosaur. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I was thinking like original <laughs> Megatron for some reason. I don't know why. Oh yeah. Cause didn't original Megatron transform into a giant gun. Yeah, I actually, um, I actually yeah. have them. You know, I'm gonna step away. From, hold on a second. I'm gonna step away from this because I know it's gonna be a pain in the ass to do. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Let me grab him. 
Because I, I could say that's one thing that I, I didn't have toys of uh, was the Transformers. All of mine were turtles. I have somewhere um, tons of turtles. Okay. I, I even have the pizza shooter somewhere. Oh, man, I or, miss my TMNT yeah. toys. I was, an, I was an idiot as a kid with the TMNT stuff and didn't keep any of it because around the same time I was watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, of course, Power Rangers was one of those things, and I really, like, shifted over. Well, see, the the big problem for me is I have, I have, of course, the figures, and most of them, probably almost all but maybe one or two, have their belts. Mm-hmm. But I don't have the weapons because the weapons all came in these, like, rectangular brown <laughs> like it it was supposed to look like a weapon stand but it was just a cheap piece of plastic that you had to pop them out of and you know half the time your dog ate them and... that doesn't surprise me i think my cat's yeah. probably gonna chase those around as kids too yeah so i i'm fairly certain i i probably have a few of the weapons laying in a bin of toys somewhere mm-hmm. but i i know i have the figures and i've i've got the the uh, top and bottom of the pizza shooter and a couple pizzas laying around somewhere <laughs> that I could I could shoot out the front of that little tank. So Yeah, and see, now that I'm back, of course, and I know, again, we're talking, nobody can see our video here anyway, but there you go. So this is the, oh, this is the nice. uh, Takara Tomy Masterpiece, what is it, like MP05 Megatron. And, of course, he doesn't transform into a gun that's more like handheld size like the old school toy was because, obviously, right. that was pre-Orange Tip days where, you know, you you actually, like, carry that around in, in its transform mode. It looks like a Walther. It actually looks like a pistol. This, on the other hand, <laughs> will look like a pistol but looks – it's way too oversized. Like, the actual grip on it, you can kind of see if I kind of – look over here towards like the legs you can see like once it's out and actually put out it's 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 thick but yeah this is there's kind of g1 megatron of sorts again because he's a the masterpiece collection one he's definitely got a little he's got quite a bit more detail and and whatnot to him than the original stuff but yeah so not this guy but the T-Rex one, and I'll I'll drop you a link to that I mean because like I said if you did any of the Beast Wars stuff as a kid yeah no I I did like that one I did like that one. Yeah, because it's like this stuff came up and, you know, not only did they show off the Optimus Prime uh, transforming, you know, the $700 transforming statue, but they also showed off a couple other Beast Wars figures that look like they're going to be coming down the line too, like some of the original stuff too, like, uh, uh, what was it? At least Rhinox, I know I caught and saw. Yeah, Rhinox, Air Razor. Um, no, that's Scorponok from Transformers uh, Season 2. Two, I think. No, no, that is actually regular Scorponok from the show. Okay, yeah, but they're rolling out all these different like classic ones, and the fact that they're going to be releasing them in their like original packaging, just I need to go spend money, and it's like, or okay, I don't need to. I want to go spend money. Let me clarify <laughs> that. But yeah, they're going to be releasing these things in their original package, like at least what they can get close to their original packaging, similar to what uh, Bandai did when they re-released oh, the um, uh, the flip head Power Rangers that we used to get back as kids. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where so, you opened up the chest and you flipped the head around. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's what's coming yeah. down the line now. It you know it, it's like they're I think Hasbro saw that as something that Bandai did really well, and it's like well. 
you know, we release these Transformers over and over again anyway. I mean, how many Optimus Primes do you see in the fucking toy aisle? So it's like, you know, we can go back and we have the original models here somewhere. You know, it's like, let's retool stuff and get these made up and sell them. But I'm just telling like, I didn't mean to geek out on that one there, but I'm like, shit. I need to tell Kyle about this. Let's pull the money and we'll get an NPC's oh, yeah, no. edition That's Optimus Prime. That's super awesome. Yeah. See, I, I got into the, the Gundam models for a while, and those don't really have that much value at all. Like, mm-hmm. they still make a lot of the, the same ones that, you know, were popular 20 years ago. I mean, you can still find them online for as much or less than they were going for, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, it was cool, and if you're if you're big into the model community, I I enjoyed it. I I find building models kind of relaxing. So, and that used but... to be that I was starting to get into that too. And you can blame uh, you can blame uh, Travis for this one though too, because he was big into his Gundam models, and I remember going mm-hmm. over to his place all the time. You know, not only did he have his big grandiose displays of Gundam models, but he actually had a dedicated card table up against the wall in his living room that had like Gundam models ready to go. Yeah. He had like one or two master grade ones that were the really tall ones too. Didn't Mm -hmm. he? Yeah. He was the last one. I remember him working on You got to go back to like 2010, 2011, maybe that when he was working on one there, um, I remember this is one that had like this massive level of articulation. Like I think every single joint in the hand bent Ooh. and it was that big of it. I mean, I, I swear that hand was definitely like, you know, the size of like a, or at least, you know, like a half dollar size, maybe even a little bit bigger than that. Oh, but yeah. he was, that, that was probably a master grade or yeah. a super master grade, whatever they're called. They're, they're like one to 60 scale or something like that. Mm-hmm. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Which they're is like, like shin high. Yeah. And that's why it's like one of those things. Like I haven't built a Gundam model in forever. I got one of the kids into it. <laughs> one of the things that it's like still on the bucket list though, or has become part of the bucket list is making sure I can get to Japan to actually see the two life-size Gundam statues just oh, to, you know, man. actually, or at least the, the almost life-size Gundam unicorn and then the life-size RX-78. Because that yeah. one's out there. And I, I think the, the, the RX-78 is uh, probably more important for me just because I, I wasn't, I, I don't know, I, I just haven't been as into Gundam lately or in the later series mm-hmm. but some of those like original series or early series I should say especially you know 90s and you know pre you know 2000s um mm-hmm. pre pre 90s um all the older stuff I I really enjoy so th- I think that one would be really cool well see now that we're but, on the Go ahead. Speaking of going to Japan for for stuff though, the uh, the Mario Resort, mm-hmm. we've, we've got an announcement for an American one now. Well, they've had an American one in the works already at Universal Studios in I know, Orlando, but we're we've got a date we're shooting for in uh, sometime, I guess, in twenty twenty five. In twenty twenty five, really. That that's what I had heard. I I had to bring it up because I I you had mentioned that this. Gundam thing and it it just it sparked that you know. Hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Um. I'm 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 not arguing with you. Let's see. Um. 
it doesn't really like list anything here for a date, at least in the article I'm reading. I'm not going to fight you on that. See, course, I, I but... just, I, I just heard the earliest they're trying to shoot to open or, you know, f- finish, be finishing up was like 2025. So mm-hmm. that might be cool. I still would prefer to see the uh, one in Japan just because it's always been on the bucket list to go, but. Yeah, and I figure, like, even with me, too, like, if I can get out to, to Japan at some point in time in the next few years, like, I still kind of owe my wife a honeymoon. Like, we really didn't have anything like that. <laughs> if I could ever get her somewhere, you know, and, like, we could go to Japan that's somewhere way out of the, like, way out of, not necessarily left field for me, but it's just a place we've never thought of, like, or that, you know, we would never really go together, perhaps. I just think that's like, that'd be mm-hmm. something there. And it's like, I could geek out a little bit and then it's something culture wise we could take in. So yeah, being able to get there at some point in the next couple of years, even before this is built, like the, the, well, this one is the Hollywood, um, the universal one in Hollywood, which I know they're doing one in Orlando too. Um, see, and I heard it was the Orlando one that was supposed to be a possible 2025. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there it is. Yep, 2025. Yep, this was I see this article wow. now. So, okay, so the one in Hall in or Universal Studios um Hollywood is not all at least all the way there yet, and that's where maybe it'll be like 2026, 2027. So, yeah, I, I think for you to have like the quintessential experience, I think, and of course because Nintendo being a Japanese property, I think going to actually uh, and enjoy the one in Japan might be the more mm-hmm. worthwhile experience. I mean, you're in Japan anyway. So, it might be the more worthwhile experience to actually um, to actually go and check that out, especially because, like, have you seen the video for the food that they have there in the uh, in the oh Japanese God. one? And then, of course, all the different things you can get. Well, I'm a I'm I'm a fat ass. And so I know that any of the shirts and merchandise that they have out there will probably not fit me very well. I mean, I don't know if I want a size large in Japan, you know, Mario shirt that ends up coming up as like a crop top for me. That's probably not a good look. And I really don't want that image (laughs) in any of our listeners uh, heads. But, you know, for any of you who are into that, congrats, you're welcome. If you're not into it, you don't want to listen to us anymore. I'm sorry, but it's yeah, it's it's even so it's like the food looks good. The rides, I think, are going to are looking very awesome. I think the AR experience is going to be cool, too. And especially with those. Um, I think that's one of the things bracelets that I, too. I, I was super really interested in was the uh, interactivity and the AR stuff that you can do with the bracelets. Yeah, and exactly, you know, I, just that. W- what a wild idea. And why hasn't it been done before? Like, they they could have been doing this stuff for 10, 20 years now, you know, in Disney parks. So someone screwed up and dropped the ball there. Mm -hmm. But I'm kind of glad they did because it'll be really cool when it hits the uh, Mario Park. Exactly. But there's even a lot more stuff to do. So um, just thinking here, I wonder... I'm seeing prices here for like going to the Mario one here. They're saying between 2,500 yen and 70, uh, 7,315 yen. So you're talking, I know it's not like a one-to-one ratio. So you're talking anywhere between maybe like $20, 20, $22 and up to like 65 to $70, depending of course on whatever the tickets are actually going to cost to go in. You know, I could look up a conversion here, but I, I don't want to do that. That, that, that might be about right. Actually. Yeah, especially for like the VIP stuff and that yeah. too. So that's not terrible. And that's I pretty think close you need to, like to inflate your prices. numbers a little bit, but I think you're about right. 
Okay, you know what? Screw it. You're making me do this now. Google.com. <laughs> Yen to dollar. Okay, so if I am going to pay, what is it? What, what was, ugh, crap, I need to reopen that tab here. Thanks, Obama. Um, it says here, what is that? 2,500 yen is $22.80. So I'm not wrong on that one. I was pretty close there. Yeah. And then 7315 $66.70. Oh. So. Huh. So I, I guess I was wrong about inflating those numbers. Yeah, go the other way. Because the yen yeah. is, the dollar is, um, the dollar is, what is it? Yeah, it's stronger in Japan. Than, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, there's just that. But, man, I think the only crazy thing to actually share out there, which is is kind of interesting anyway for um, some of the stuff I look at, were you ever into Robotech? As a kid, did you ever watch any of the Robotech stuff? I know you probably played at least Robotech Battle Cry yes. and that. Um, I I want to say I I really enjoyed the first two seasons, mm-hmm. maybe the first three seasons because uh, that's really all that there's been. When, it's just when, the first. There's just been really like three seasons. Then there was Shadow Chronicles, which was a movie trying to reboot stuff. Okay, because I I don't know how it's broken up anymore. Because mm-hmm. I I know they 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 break it up into you know Robotech and. Uh, the Macross Saga and whatnot. Yeah, it's like Ro- Robotech I... is the overall, and then you've got Macross Saga, which is season one, and then you've got, um, oh, God, what was season two? Um, I don't want to say Southern Cross. There, there's actually a name for it. Um, when does the, season three, the season head I can't remember any of it. alien dude show up, the giant dude? They, fuck, they're like everywhere. When... Well, no, when does the, the main head dude show up, like, and actually like make an appearance to the one I th- I want to say he captures a human girl at one point. Um Well, there was that was in I mean that happened in season 1 where one of the Zentradi had picked up uh Min May and taken her and the only reason they took her was because yeah. because they intercepted like the the radio transmissions from her singing performances and they just were infatuated it's like what's this what's this concept of love and relationships right. and it just sued them like so man long. I know right trust me. well I only bring that up because I like especially for anybody who's a crazy anime fan now so it came out just yesterday that the the parent company for the Robotech stuff, Harmony Gold, and then the company that they originally got the rights from for being able to take those three properties to make Robotech uh, from back in Japan because right. that was all Macross. They now finally ended their pissing match with each other, and we're now hopefully soon going to start seeing releases of all of the other Macross series that came out in Japan, hopefully in the United oh. States soon. And I don't know, I can't, I can only imagine that they're going to potentially turn some stuff around like a new age robotech you know Mm -hmm. i wouldn't be shocked if they actually did that but that means that we're going to be seeing a lot more of these really new kick-ass uh fighter ships and and spaceships that are just going to um that are now going to be in the lexicon and at least available to look at and here in the united states and it's just i don't have to go and and pull videos anymore from japan and look at a fan sub anymore now i'm hoping i can get a a dub of some type there i'm just again more geeking out shit and it's yeah but then also that means some of those macross video games that are over there might make their way here too and i think they're kind of like i think it's kind of like a mix of like what robotech battle cry was and um kind of like ace combat i think is how some of their stuff is 
I just remembered something. You know, they they just relaunched a Robotech game on the Switch. Yeah, it was the and original it, one. It wasn't. It, no, it, it wasn't even because it, it it came from the era era of Battle Cry. It was the GBA version. Oh, that was the GBA version because I thought that was the. Um, yeah, I thought that was the. Um... How could they mess that up? <laughs> they could have made really good money, I think, if they would have put uh, Battle Cry out on the Switch. That was a great game. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to find. Like, I thought there was a. Uh, like, I thought some of their video game stuff was actually like pretty on point here. Now I'm seeing some different things. Am I just thinking of a different, different thing here? Like, I'm looking at some of this stuff. Like, uh, PSP game, Macross, Ace Frontier. Um, 3D shooter action game with multiplayer capability. Yeah, see, that's the kind of stuff. Is At least it brings us some more games to play there, too, because it's like Ace Combat's fun, but to be able to be in a transforming robot that then you can go and pilot around and shoot other things with, I think that's what really has me all Mm -hmm. excited. But, man, what, like, let's sum it up here. You know, we're about at the hour mark here now, though, too, but, um, man, what a crazy couple weeks, though, you know? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> for for us, I mean, you know, we had all these changes going on. Um, we're trying to figure out where things are sitting here. Um, we have some really good ideas coming down the line, I think, here too. Um, and then, of course, you know, without necessarily, well, no, you know what? We'll leave that for another day. Kind of the the surprise <laughs> thing that happened to us last night before we were recording the news. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll leave that potentially for another day. So. Um, anything else to bring up though on this, uh, on our, I guess, first new podcast episode here? I, I don't think so at the moment. I was kind (laughs) of looking through some of the news that had happened that we might've missed, you know, during our news, but I don't think I really have anything to talk about. I mean, it's just been... It's been nuts. It has been nuts. Yeah, and that's why it's like I went back and like that's why that Transformers one popped into my head with the uh, transforming Optimus Prime because like I know that's not video game related, but God, if you're like there are so many Transformers fans out there anyway, it's like go and spend seven hundred dollars and maybe buy it for me too, please. Maybe right, no (laughs) doubt. (laughs) Well, uh, before I I do say anything, uh. Have you checked out Pac-Man 99 yet? I heard about it. I have not checked it out yet, though. I think I, I'm I'm going to be checking that out sometime this week. I uh, actually just ordered one of the uh, new 8-bit do uh, control, Pro Controller 2s or whatever that's coming out on the 12th. So uh, I'm going to check that out on my uh, Switch and... I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll talk about that a little bit next next uh, week. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting one to hear about because you know Tetris uh, that they're you know was it Tetris ninety nine was the Tetris ninety nine. So we got yeah. Tetris ninety nine. Now we have Pac Man ninety nine. Of course, we have the Super Mario thirty five. This is a very interesting realm of things that I guess you could maybe consider like battle royale. I think this battle royale arcade format might be a new type of uh, mm-hmm. game genre that we're we're seeing emerge here in the next uh few years just starting what lat 
year before last, mm-hmm. two years ago, something like what that. What I'd like to see it roll over to so. is some Dig Dug. Get me some Dig Dug, and I will be all over oh, that shit. Oh, man, I love <laughs> Dig Dug. I would be all over that like crazy. I will go dust off the Switch to go play that game for sure, but that's a good one to know. And yeah, we'll talk about that one next week. And so with that, that's, uh, you know, for us in reality, looking at the counts here, that's actually, this is episode 130 for the NPCs now. Wow. But this is truly episode one, though, for what we're trying to do here, I guess, with this. You know, you're going to see a lot of news content from us. We got some streams coming down the line here, though, too, where you'll be able to check us both out at the same time, whether you're on our Facebook platform, you're on YouTube, we'll see if we can get Twitch warm back up again. That's a little interesting to work with, but we'll try to figure that one out. We'll bring some other people on, though, too. So, Go ahead and put this out there. If you are one of our listeners, of course, and you would like to hop in here and have a conversation with us on video games, geek stuff, tech, any of that, please drop us a line on our Facebook page. Let us know you want to participate, and we will do our best to see about getting you involved. Hell, drop us some questions here, too, on things that we can talk about. Drop us a topic on some stuff here, too. Bring that up to us. You know, hopefully nothing's too risque, nothing's too crazy out there. But with that, If you like what you're listening, make sure to hit that follow button on your favorite podcast platform of choice. We are right now on anchor.fm slash d-npc-podcast. If you like us and you use stuff like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, you can follow us on there, and it'll tell you exactly when the new episode is available. Thanks for sticking with us in this one, guys. We'll catch you all next time. Laters. (laughs) 